guys went out for Dorf's birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the old uh, the bait shop and uh, the L bait shop. Yeah, yeah. Had some beers. L is uh, Spanish for the. Uh, you know what? Knew that. I did knew that one. Uh, yeah, had had some brewskis, some some brews, some 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 beerses, some some daddy soda. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we met there about twelve thirty and uh, hung out there till about three thirty, and then came home. And That's in the afternoon. The... Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Twelve thirty in the afternoon, uh, and then home and cooked dinner on the Blackstone, and then uh, I'm here. That's it. It's my night. It's good. It's good stuff. It's his birthday today. Is there Dorf. anything else you want to add? What's uh, he? What's he pushing? About forty? Yeah, thirty-eight, bud. Oh, is he really 38? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, he looks damn old for 38. He does look old for fucking 38. Fucking old dirtball, bud. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it was a good time. We, had, we had, had had super nice beers, real good beer. Um, good uh, good apps. Had some apps at the old bait shop. Um, I saw you stickering up some, some backboards. Oh, somebody taking a video of me doing that? Yeah, yeah. There, no, there's quite yeah. a few videos. I mean, jamming it, out to Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Definitely was jamming out to fucking Man in Black, bud. Yeah, Galaxy yeah, yeah. Defender. Call, call me number one Galaxy Defender. Wild Wild West. Uh, yeah. Gotta go do the Wild Wild West. Not, not gonna let you remember, you know what I mean? Get the Neuraliza. Yeah. It's yeah, I, I mean, I were you jamming out to my rap? I mean, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> I should have played the voice. You didn't jam out to the voicemail. The voicemail, but I didn't. Yeah, I did not do that. I left you. I left you a fucking exclusive. You you did. You did. You you dropped the the old. Listen, you dropped the old faithful line. Fucking chicks sucking dicks. Yeah, smashing chicks sucking dicks. Smashing chicks. I don't even think got gonorrhea. Gotta go to the doctor. The, the 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 Apple uh, gods wouldn't even translate it because they're like we just can't do this. It's just not. Okay. <laughs> We're flat out unable to do this. Yeah, unable. Well, that's just because it's hot fire. It is. It is pretty hot fire, Tony. All because I didn't answer a phone call, and then he called me a pussy to end it, and then hung up. So I don't. Did I do that? Yeah, you did. I'm like Urkel over here. Did I do that? But, but was listen. All, all this were given because that uh, that shit was funny. That hook though, motherfucker, yeah. motherfucker, <laughs> my, my, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just sing it my in brother, right here. My brother, my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. motherfucker I yeah, three to five times that. a week, I'm on the beat. I just don't think it's that rap. <laughs> oh, okay.
got, I'm beating the beat. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, like wrapping your hand, you're wrapping something. You're wrapping your hand around something. It's just not the beat. You know what I mean? Uh, listen, man, this is the DTS podcast episode 104. Uh, Host Tony. You are. Hello, I'm Derek. Uh, we're back after goddamn near a month off. We said it last time. We said last time. We said last time. Hey, we're going to the summer months and with what's going on, the most inconsistent podcast in the world, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is our staple. I mean, that's 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 the flag that we're planting in the ground here. We're we're headed back to some uh, some some normalcy. Kids are in school doing their thing, having a good time, not doing anything wrong at all. They're phenomenal Uh kids, loving every minute of it. Would never talk back. Wouldn't 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 talk to kids improperly, teachers improperly. Uh-huh, just, yeah, you just, know, I think you've stepped far enough. They're just there to do the job. You know what's weird though is Hadley's going to daycare this year, Tony. That's my youngest. Oh. Uh, which is weird because uh first day of school, the coconut wife, uh Amanda dropped right. Hadley and the girls off at school and then had the whole day to herself, which is unheard of around here right so uh she like busted her ass oh. in the house and did some business uh and then tuesday she she took the kids to school and then went home and took a nap or put them on the bus and got got to take a nap like she's living okay. her, I, I presume she's living what's close to her best life <laughs> you know i mean she's married to me so not quite the best life but she's doing practically her damnedest, nesters d- doing her damnedest to just live at large you know what i mean so uh yeah, yeah. i had a Free day yesterday. I, I cleaned cleaned the house, fucked around, put some video games, did, did the dishes, did the laundry, uh, fucked oh, around yeah, the Harry Potter the room. Straight. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely hitting the balances of like chores and oh, fuck uh, is the Harry Potter room. The, the room under the stairs, bud. You know the Harry Potter room. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Uh, cleaning that up. You know, putting my dad's records in there. So. Uh, it's been weird today. We like I said today, Thursday, no kids, so we went and met the dwarfs for lunch. They took half days, then we just got you know piss hammered at the at the bait, at the bait shop and come home and just still going strong. But it's eight fifty seven. We're ready to rock. GTS podcast episode one hundred four. Wow, I mean your life sounds interesting. I work today, so uh, <laughs> do we need to talk about that bonus? Why, why is it? Why does it have to be a laugh? Do we need to talk about that bonus. I, I got a small bonus at work. You did, you did, Tony. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, the yeah. people. Tell the people. I got, I got recognized as <clears throat> not a top performer. Okay, <laughs> the top performer in my department. Now, listen, I don't know what the criteria was, and I'm not really sure how I possibly won this award. But I got a cool one hundo. Got a cool Benji. For for how many for how many months of service or for how for for what performance six six months? Yeah, for just being awesome yeah, for six yeah, months. Yeah. You know, they they spotted me a bendy. Yeah, okay, no, no big deal. I mean, it's like thirteen bucks a month. I mean, you got extra. Like, it's not even your hourly wage for an hour. <laughs> it's the thought not, that counts, Derek. It's not know? not to mention that like. It goes without saying, like, you're the top performer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. Uh, it's about the recognition, okay? Uh, I was publicly under- recognized in front of my entire organization, okay, for an award that I'm not sure how I won. 
He underperforms more than I do in the bedroom. He does it daily. Okay, listen, one of two things is true. Okay, well, about what you just said, <laughs> definitely none of that's true. No, I am not sure. underperforming in the bedroom, okay? No, no, no. I'm saying you underperform more than I do in the bedroom. I've I've got the only indoor slip and slide in my house, okay? <laughs> that's that's how much I'm performing, okay? I got the only one in the world. I mean, listen. I, I looked out my door today. Okay, it was raining so hard. Listen to me. I was, it was raining so fucking hard that I looked out my window and I saw across the way we got a, like a big industrial building and the water was just running off this roof, right? So fast. It looked like a waterfall. And I thought, I this, is so this is I so appropriate. This is so appropriate. This is how I handle business right here, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say to you. One of two things is true at work. Okay. One, I am hyper efficient, right? You are. I, listen, I am just in all the ways. I am just the most are, efficient motherfucker ever. You are. You are. You're in Thing and out. two that's true is that people are just fucking off even more than I do. You know what? That That is exactly what people need to understand here. <laughs> like, out of all of the things that happened with this, is Tony Welchel getting this bonus is a drastic, drastic slap in the face to be like, holy shit, no one's working at all. <laughs> no you want to know something? You want to know something even funnier? Okay. I always. So listen, they recognize the top five performers in my department, okay? Now, we, we already know that I was number one, okay? Can you recognize that? I need I need you... To acknowledge me, the head of the table. Are you asking me to acknowledge you right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was number one. Okay, I'll fall in line here. I had, I had several, I had several people reach out and that were like, "Hey, congrats! Oh, wow, that's cool. Um, Good job." I wouldn't call you you the best in the world, but okay, okay, we'll we'll get there. Uh, I had several people from my department, some managers, even one of the directors, reach out. You know, hey, good job. You know. Good job. Clap. That was a clap, not clapping cheeks, but, uh, <laughs> and then clapping a Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a, that's a deep cut there, bud. Uh, and then, uh, I had a buddy, uh, well, she's a girl, but she reached out and she says, you want to know what's really funny about this? I said, what? And she says, I looked up the scorecard and you did more work than the bottom three people that were recognized combined. So, and that, and we, we going back to the beginning of this conversation, we already know my pedigree of work. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely know. <laughs> I, I need to say about give me a job because if, if you're outperforming <laughs> these motherfuckers, they're half of what you do, I could fucking crush this with 10 minutes of work a day. Uh, listen, here's the deal. I've, I've already made do, the decision that I can that do more I'm, work and be in the top five. I can do more work in the time span that you've given me. Like it's like three bedroom sessions for the amount of work I need to do. You know what I mean? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've already decided what I'm doing with a hundred bucks. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking half of it and I'm sending it to Bobby Kodak because uh, I spent half my time playing world, uh, world of Warcraft or Warzone with you. Okay. So Bobby Kodak, he deserves half of it. 
Okay. Yeah, the other half I'm sending I'm sending to Daybreak Games because for the last two months it's been nothing but EverQuest. Might have been playing might have been playing a bunch of EverQuest. So Listen, that, got, that hundred bucks is for the people, okay? What all this is to show, folks, is that Tony's efficiency level is on another platform. It's on another plane yeah, of it's existence. Superhuman. It, it's truly superhuman. Might, it truly might be superhuman. Like he's waterfallen. EQing, those are the two hands he's got, and he's still slaying. You know what I mean? I I like the idea of a world where superheroes are real, but some people have extraordinary powers that are completely unextraordinary, right? It's like, yeah, you got your Spider-Mans, you got your you, you got your your fucking Supermans, you got your Batmans and stuff like that, right? But then like you have some people that have extraordinary office skills. And extraordinary underwriting skills, you know, like superhuman level insurance skills. At the end of the day, all everyone needs to know, Tony, badass motherfucker. That's right. That's right. Put it on my headstone. Bamf. That's B-A-M-F for badass, badass motherfucker. motherfucker. I'm with you. With you, uh, it is back to school. Uh, we talked about that a little bit. We got, uh, you know, I was we didn't have we talked about the most consistent thing about this podcast being the inconsistency, right? Correct, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, last week Ted was in the hospital, had a little yeah, surgery yeah. surge, so what definitely wasn't going to podcast when I'm at the hospital on Thursday night. I think the nurses would have loved it, you know, a little live oh. pod. What I will say is you did make sure to find a way to keep your priorities in line, which was being at the hospital, uh, but also yeah. finding ways to, uh, to to show up to my birthday party, which was awesome. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good time. I mean, I, I had to really put that on the notes. Do you see how quickly I forgot about it? I, yeah, <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like it was a pretty good time. Uh, we had other than the fact good that surprise. I you know what? And you know what was great? The best part about it was you were unable to no sell it. Like you tried to no sell it really hard, but you were just shaking. I, I got a good pop, man. You did get a good pop. I was super pumped because Tony Welchel got his own shit going on. I got the boys coming over. I had the neighbors over. And and I honestly didn't expect a lot of people to show up. It's still the COVID stuff is still a thing. Some people are still really worried about it. I, I expected less people to show up. I really did. I honestly did not expect as many people that showed up to show up. So I had, you yeah. know, I had the boys, I had Joe and Zach and, and Bobby, and then I had my brother and I had AJ and then I had the next door neighbor kid and the next door neighbors themselves, which was a thing. And then we're just like sitting outside and we're bullshitting. And then all of a sudden this fucking motherfucking, motherfucking rolls up in this goddamn fucking red Malibu. With his chair, and I was like, was like, yo, 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 like seeing Punk just showed up all of a sudden, and he just yeah. shit it and grinned the whole way up. So I, 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 I appreciate you keeping it kind of under wraps and uh, and making it a deal because I, I appreciate you being here. It meant a lot to me. It wasn't originally going to happen. I didn't expect it to, so that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted, Ted was supposed to get discharged on Friday, ended up staying through like mid Sunday. So the whole Saturday with the boys, Saturdays for the boys, you know, a little further. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, right. then Liz decided to mom up and, uh, you know, got, got a little time back. So that's kind of where we're at. It was a good time. Food was good. The pay per view was shit. Uh, the cake uh, you know, was really I good. Like, I like a good opportunity to shit on people that I don't like, uh, such yeah. as you know, your neighbors and 
the neighbor kid. <laughs> the neighbor kid uh, was a deal, bud. I mean, that was that was the comedy of the night. You know, me, I was doing my best Conor McGregor every time he'd walk by, but who the, who fuck, the fuck is, this, is guy? this guy? Yeah, I I enjoyed the send your neighbors home before I go, <laughs> which was quite good. Uh, yeah, you got to pick, like, okay? I was definitely like, I was trying to mingle and be pretty like all over the place and just keep everybody happy. But like I would go, yeah. I told everyone, okay, we're going to go inside and immediately got the neighbors inside and then went outside <laughs> and Tony was With stuck me. inside. Yeah. Tony stuck himself yeah, yeah. inside and he didn't leave and he's like, fuck this. And the neighbors came back outside. So we all went back in. So it was, it was a good birthday party, but there's a lot of moving back and forth. And then all of a sudden what we did well, get, for you guys, I, show you, I didn't move. You didn't move. Yeah, you took the power, and that was it. Uh, what was cool is I had the camera set up. The wife and I had the camera set up. We did get on camera uh-huh. where uh, the neighbor kid, like, freaked out on Charlie, and so that was kind of a nice <laughs> rewatch uh, the next day or two days later because uh, that kid was that kid was on on something. You're, it was your weird. your old your older uh, neighbor, the 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 lady. Uh, she's dick deprived, bud. <laughs> was she trying to get some from you? Oh my god. Or Joe mostly Joe Barber. Oh, she did love on some Joe Barber. That's for yeah. sure. She kept she kept talking about Yellowstone, and she kept like asking Joe if he'd seen it. And Joe's like literally looking at his phone. He's like, "No, I don't want to talk about it." And she's just like, "She's like okay," and like hitting him on the leg, you know. And I was like, I was looking at Joe. I'm like, "You want me to handle this?" He's like, "No, no, no, no." He's like, "I was like, I'll say something, you know, if you want me to." really right. spice it up here you know what right. i mean you know, make it weird let's do it uh, uh the 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 thing i said the only thing that that came off kind of brash was uh we were clearly in the middle of a match okay that everybody was into at the very beginning of the summer slam and she kept turning around and specifically talking to me okay and i just said i don't give a fuck about yellowstone i'm trying to watch some wrestling like for wrestling, I don't think that or that. I think that was when you guys maybe were outside and just Bobby yeah, and I we were, were in there. I was say, I was definitely outside during that because I did not hear that. But that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, good time. De- good time. I had a really good time. The food, like I said, the food is pretty decent. Uh, and we'll do another party here with the kid's birthday coming up in uh, in September. So we'll see how that goes. I'm gonna make mm. a brisket. Make a brisket for that one though. You're always you're always making the most expensive foods. You know, you, you go one good party where all you do is make some cheese dip with some Fritos, and people are perfectly happy with it. And, and we're now the next one, you're like, and, and, oh, let's and, do a and brisket. I, and I did seven pounds of hamburger for walking tacos. Okay. Yeah. All I did was throw it all in a bowl and eat it. Which seemed to be pretty okay, right? That cheese dip was fire, though. Oh. I will say, like, this cheese dip this time was really good. Yeah, the cheese dip was the cheese dip was good. I had like two or three bowls of that, and uh, and then I ate about fifteen s'mores Oreos. You did smash some Oreos. <laughs> you love our pantry, though. When you left me inside, I was like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm going. To, I'm going to the pantry. <laughs> the video of you walking outside with fucking Oreos it was just like you had victoriously fucked us. <laughs> so it's pretty good oh man the the quickness that those disappeared once i walked outside oh it was a deal yeah. it's a deal oh those, okay. those oreos good are time. something else yeah good time s'mores oreos not at the walmart indianola oh wow yeah you're missing out then yeah definitely missing out. hey uh we got a spider-man trailer no way home 
Yeah. Fuck yeah, we did. Randomly. Random. 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 Yeah. Uh, well, I, I didn't realize it was a real thing. It, it came across my, my screen. I watched it, and then I immediately called Tony Welchel, because that's what I do with my life, uh, who was clearly sure. playing EverQuest and not giving a fuck. Um, was Tony I? Then, I think that's what you were doing. I mean, if it was any time past 5 o'clock and I, not was, a night I had my kid, then uh, by process of elimination, I was definitely playing EverQuest. So you were playing EverQuest because it was Monday and there was no kid there. Uh, I'm actually going to boot it up right now. And, uh, and yeah, I had Tony live watch the, the Spider-Man trailer. Now, give me the quick hits, right? One, Tom Holland looks hella old. Two, J. He Jonah definitely Jameson, looks older. Still a beast. Did they show? They just showed like the screen grab, basically like the, the very end of the last movie, essentially. Okay. Um, yeah. Three, Doctor Strange. Like this is the most I've been excited for Doctor Strange being in a movie ever. So cool. You mean Mephisto? You think it's Mephisto? I'm just saying I'm up. I'm up to date on all the rumors going around. And they think it's Mephisto. And I can walk you through this. Either way, so I'll just wrap up with what I, what got me way hard, and that's when I called Tony, was number one, when you see the Green Goblin pumpkin bomb and the laugh, I was like, oh, yep. fuck. And then you yep. see Alfred Molina looking like a badass as Doc Ock saying, hello, Peter. And I was like, yep. just spewing all over the place. So I was like, it's all over for me. Here's the thing about Doctor Strange being Mephisto that they think, right? So in this trailer, right before you see Doctor Strange, you know, Peter's walking through a crowd of people and there's a sign that says devil in disguise. Devil in disguise yeah. Yep. And then you get into uh, the book portion of it. Right. The, the whole the whole movie's kind of loosely based on the comic book called One More Day, where Peter recruits Doctor Strange to turn back forget. time and make it. So, yep. And and in result to to get more time with MJ and then in result he ends up you know losing MJ but it turns out that Doctor Strange was Mephisto in that comic book and launched the multiverse so it uh, it seems like there's a swerve there plus the whole idea that the the Sanctum Santorum is is hell frozen over that's kind of cool. Sure, yeah. The, the whole I just took that as hey, it's a movie coming out in December, so of course it's going to be snow covered. Well, nothing else was snow covered, though, you know what I mean? Just the sanctum. That's true. That's true. So interesting. Plus, plus, uh, way excited for this plus movie. Doctor Strange is just like he's he's so loose and vast with everything. He's just like, like yeah, he's kind of out of character. What, whatever, whatever thing you want to do. Oh, yeah, you want to turn back time and risk opening a multiverse so that. People don't remember that you're Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's go, daddy. I'm into it. I posed the question to Chris and Garrett last night, and I'll pose it to you now. Uh-huh. Is this how we get Cap and Iron Man back? Or are they dead dead? There's, or are we just leaving it alone? Or do we just... I, I think they're dead, dead Yeah, maybe cameos, right? But like... That's got to be the extent of it. There's just no shot that I see that Robert and Ryan are going to uh, just Chris, like a uh, Chris. Sorry, I always get him and Ryan Reynolds mixed up. Uh, Is this where no the X Men come in? 
Yeah, I think that that's a high possibility. There's the same the same guy that leaked that there would be a trailer on that day. He's got like an eighty percent hit rate on his uh, his like leaks and his rumors. Right? He says that there's going to be a X Men character in this movie. From the Fox universe. It's got to be Wolverine, right? Or is it Professor X? Well, that's a Sony movie, right? Logan is Sony, right? Well, but no, I mean, he was in the X-Men movies, so yeah. They're all Fox movies. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. The Days of Future Past thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, could be Logan. That'd be fucking hot. Uh, Logan would be hot. I think Pat Stu is probably the most... Like on the like that makes the most sense, I suppose, because of what he is, and now that he doesn't have like a father figure, now he's got a grandfather figure with Professor X kind of thing. Oh yeah, he's like the new Uncle Ben. Yeah, he's like I'm old as fuck, but I'll help you, Peter. Peter. Uh, last thing on that, uh, Marissa Tomei still looking smoking hot. I, I'll tell you what, uh, we were talking about like the best castings for. Spider-Man's last night, and and I really enjoy Tom Holland, um, and we we all kind of went different ways, right? Like best Spider-Man, best. I mean, you're an idiot now. Uh, best Spider-Man, best. I'm sorry, best Peter Parker is probably Tobey Maguire. Better Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield. Best overall, it is definitely Tom Holland. I could probably get behind that. And now you're going to get a movie with all three of them. What I will say is if we're going to merge all these universes, what's the one, what's the one thing you want out of this? What's the one cameo you want the most? Cause I have one cameo. I want the most. Oh, I haven't even thought about that one cameo that I want the most in a Spider-Man movie. I mean, probably from from all three, all three universes. Is it oh, James Franco? Is it James Franco? That is that, that yours? Yeah, for me, it's it's undeniably James Franco, but he's hard canceled right now, so I just don't see that happening. There's one. There's one right answer here. Hail! Can I get king, a hint? Baby. Just gave it to you. Hail to the king! What? Hail to the king, baby! You talking about like James Earl Jones? Who are we talking about here? No, no. I gave you one hint. Hail to the king. What I said. Is that like a catchphrase? It's his catchphrase. Hail to the king. I I don't know. Hail to the king, baby. I mean, can I get another hint? Uh I'm I'm not this dense. You're giving you're you're giving bad hints, and we know from one hundred and three prior episodes that you're bad at giving hints. Uh here here is another hint. Uh, this man played three different cameos in the original trilogy. <laughs> Bruce Campbell, you dumb fuck. Bruce Campbell. Ash, who did from he, Evil who Dead. Is he been? I know who Bruce Campbell is, but like he's Sam Raimi's you think boy. Ash is gonna be in a Marvel movie. No, not Ash, but I'm just saying Sam Sam Raimi cast. Bruce Campbell oh in God. all three of those Spider-Man movies. So like, that's the deep cut I want. Oh my God. This was such an unproductive use of our time. Cause you're making me think like cameo character and you're talking about specifically an actor. Yeah. I'm talking about a cameo motherfucker. Oh my God. 
I just can't with you, man. I can't. You, you know. Listen, give Bruce Campbell his due. Listeners, awesome. do you want to know why we don't record but yeah. once a month? This is it right fucking here, okay? Bruce Campbell's great, and you know it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm fine with a Bruce Campbell cameo. You know, like, the Bruce, chin is undefeated. Well, and, and you were a big fucking, what was that show he was on on USA Network that you loved? Burn Notice, absolutely. Big, big Burn Notice guy. I mean, the fact that he was in all three of those original Spider-Man movies, he, all of his cameos were tits. So good. I... I gotta admit, I don't remember them at all. So, do you remember? Do you remember the one where he was gonna propose to MJ and he was like the Mater D and he was like, "I'm gonna bring out the band." And he's like, "No, no, no, go away." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> so good." Oh, and then he was, yeah, he was the restaurant. Yeah, and then he was the ticket taker for her. Uh, I do remember Broadway that. Broadway, yeah. Like, it, it's just come on, man. Bruce Campbell's so good. Uh, I okay. So, if we're talking cameos of like actors. That Sam Raimi is familiar previous, with, I think Kevin or previous Kevin Smith is probably mine. Is he? But him, him like and Kevin Smith are loosely connected. They are, but uh, was has he ever been any of the six other, any of the five other movies? Oh, you're wanting to bring somebody talking, from the multiverse yes. aspect. Yes. Okay. Like the idea that Lizard is in it, and it's uh, maybe the Doctor Kirk Connors from the original trilogy excites me because I like that actor. Uh, Deep Dennis cut Leary. here. Dennis Leary's okay. Yep, Dennis Leary. He's dead, they need but... they need to like just CGI together the six different Stan uh, Stanleys from the movies. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, and be, be like, did you see that guy or something like that? You know? Do you think we get all of the MJs also, or just the Spider Mans? There's been no talk about Kirsten Dunst uh, coming back. So, but not I that I'm don't. that I remember covering. Uh, yeah, or Emma Stone. So, I mean, I doubt it. That'd be. Would you want it though? I think nuts, that'd be though. cool. I think it'd be cool. I mean, that would probably get a good pop in the theaters. Well, and then the, I we talked about that. It's like the black MJ's like, wait, pull <laughs> the fucking white. Like, what the fuck? Right. I, I'm guessing that's why they wouldn't do it because like all the Spider Mans are white, right? So it, it wouldn't look weird there. It would look weird when it's like, oh, we have a black MJ now. Like, uh, I I do weird. I do think that they that they gotta have some sort of female angle though because like so so many of these Marvel movies and like movies in general recently are so female heroine driven, and this is just a bunch of dicks. Like this is a big bag of dicks on the cast. So uh, they you know, they probably gotta do something female wise. Yeah. Uh, another hot one would be, uh, uh, I can't think of her last name, Elizabeth. She's in the first three. She was Betty Brant, the receptionist for the Daily Bugle, black hair. She plays Elizabeth there. Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool to bring yeah. her back to. She was really good. Okay. I'm a little soured on Elizabeth right now, just like personally. It's <laughs> fair. You know. uh, Games Con's going on. Gamescom, Jesus Christ! Gamescom, I, you know Com. what? Okay, fine. Gamescom, Gamescom is going on right now. Yeah, Gamescom, uh, Gamescom is going on right now. Do you want to talk about it? Gamescom, Gamescom. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Which part? Which part would you like to talk about first, Tony? Well, I've got a, I've got a list of like six or seven things here that have been announced or kind of made there's, the headlines so yeah, there's far. Quite a few, there's quite a few headlines here. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you my interest level. If you want to talk about a few, go for it. Okay. Halo coming uh, campaign and multiplayer on December 8th. 
Yeah, I, I don't care about Halo. I enjoy the fact that they are putting this out finally. It's going to be day and date with our uh, Series Xs, and it's also going to have the multiplayer uh, day and date because originally that was not yeah. the case. So cool for those right. people. I don't care. Okay, still no news of a Halo Battle Royale, which is just a huge mistake rumor. in my opinion. Yeah. Big rumor, though. Uh, Saints Row gets a reboot, comes out. The original Saints Row gets a full remaster comes out on uh, Feb- in February 2022. Only ever played the fourth Saints Row where you were just basically a superhero. It was good. Uh, I would be moderately excited about this, but I'm not like two feet in the water kind of guy. You know what I mean? I'm not about it. I mean, to me, they were always kind of like a, a budget Grand Theft Auto. Uh, budget Grand Theft Auto meets Borderlands level vulgarity. Definitely like, yeah, definitely budget Grand Theft Auto, Just Cause, open world ridiculousness. Right. Yeah, and I never really played any of them just because they never really interested me. But yeah. uh, Forza Horizon 5 looks amazing. Uh, don't don't care uh, about racing games okay. uh, at all, personally. Got it. Okay, what about the other Horizon? Uh, getting As delayed. in Zero Dawn. Uh, you mean uh, Forbidden West? Uh, okay, right. Forbidden West getting delayed sucks, but I'm good with it as long as it means like I just want it to be great, so I don't care. Uh, on the flip side, though, Horizon Zero Dawn did get the 4K 60 patch for the PS5, so if you want to check that out or haven't beat it, do that. I that might be one of the only games I like platinumed. So so good, such a good I played game. a bunch of that. Um, but you know what? I played God of War over again in 4K60. So, like, you know, so who knows? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm realizing with Gamescom that for the PS5, at least, I bought and have had this thing for nearly a year before I'm really ever going to probably use it. The, the, the main thing that I can think of coming up for PlayStation 5 is Horizon, and that has just now been pushed to February 18th of next year. So I will have had my PlayStation for nearly 11 months at that point. Crazy to think about, yeah. And you know, it's still good because they're like not available. So yeah, I still, I still play my I play my PS5 all the time. You just it's hard. I think it's hard for you because you have literally every opportunity to play any game anywhere all the time. Why yeah. wouldn't you choose the PC? It's where you're at all of the time anyway with work. It's the uh-huh. most comfortable you are. So, of course, you're going to play most of the things that you own on PC. And I'm still choosing to play a 20-year-old game. It's because you're an idiot. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I tried Flight Simulator when it came out for PC because it was a Game Pass game. And that game is so ridiculously processor-dependent. Uh, like... With, without a top-of-the-line processor, you literally just can't play that game very well. So sure. I'm very excited to see that it's on Series X and that it looks and runs real clean. It's very optimized. What did you think about it? I think that uh, Flight Simulator looks fucking badass. I don't want to spend the amount of gigs it takes to install it, uh, but the idea that yeah. I could like literally fly to my house is kind of dope. Uh, so I yeah. might still install it, but that game is just gorgeous. Just you want to you want to like definitely do that, right? Like you want to see the things around your neck of the woods. Yeah, I mean the the idea that you can just literally hop in, and even if you know nothing about flight games, you can just go. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it, it's very it, when it originally came out, it definitely was catered towards a casual audience. Like there's definitely like a get in and just kind of zoom around kind of thing. But it was also catered towards like the hardcore. Like if you're a pilot, you can appreciate this game and like go into the pilot mode where you got to click all the knobs and do all the buttons and stuff like that. So, um, right. What they talked about at Gamescom that I thought was interesting is they're adding more casual things. They're adding like little like race modes and like little treasure hunt kind of things, like things to not really be like a adventure. Yeah, exactly. Not really like an adventure game, but they're giving you sort of like objectives to kind of keep you interested. But I'm sort of interested in like going and seeing like the seven wonders of the world and like, you know, can you fly over Antarctica? What's up there? You know? I enjoy the idea that I can just get in a plane and go anywhere. Yeah, kind of cool, kind of cool. Um, the last thing that I would say is uh, they talked and showed some gameplay of a game. It's not a, This wasn't an announced game, but it was one that I had not heard of before, and that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Oh, yeah, but this has been an, announced for a few months now. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, like, uh, yeah, like old-school old school TMNT on the SNES. Yeah, they uh, they announced this a few months back on a Nintendo Direct, uh, and it was aiming for holiday this year. It looks like it got pushed to 2022, but they announced that right. April O'Neil will be a playable character, uh, old-school yep. yellow jumpsuit, and that's dope as fuck. Um, I'm really, really excited for this game. Channel 4 News Crew, you know what I'm saying? Bring it on, baby. Donatello forever. Uh, he's the best turtle, that's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, who played him in the movie? Was that Jerry O'Connell? No, that was or, uh, Corey Feldman. That was Corey Feldman. Yeah, sorry. Uh, teen heartthrobs, you know, I get them mixed up. Yeah, but uh, Doctor Disrespect is suing Twitch. Have you been following this at all? I have not. No, this is brand new news to me. So he, you know, he got um, banned on Twitch almost. 10 months ago, right? It was almost a year ago, yeah. Yep, and nobody knew why. Twitch never said anything about it. He was gone for like five or six months, comes back, starts streaming on YouTube, right? Never, like, all all he says is he doesn't know why. To the date, he doesn't know why. Well, this week he came out and he said, as part of like his just chatting portion of his stream, he didn't quite break character, but, you know, he brought it up, which is very uncommon, right? He gets asked all the time, he doesn't talk about it. And he just says... Yeah, we know the reason, champs, okay? And uh, the reason I got banned is the exact reason, and this is like his quote, it's the exact reason uh, we're suing their fucking ass. Whoa, shit. uh, Basically, the grounds of this is like loss of income, right? He he said that he's making about one-fifth of what he used to make on Twitch. Oh, yeah, I'm um, sure. On YouTube. And that the reason that they finally gave him for getting banned, he obviously doesn't feel like it's justified to the point that he's going to sue them for, you know, loss of income, uh, you know, because they they cut off his stream. Uh, they left him in limbo in like a review period for like four months. And because he he had an exclusivity deal with Twitch, he couldn't stream elsewhere. Right. So. You know, he is owed a lot of money, apparently, and right. still in perpetuity in theory, right? Because he's making far less, you know, than he was. His his brand was tarnished because of this. Uh, he lost out a lot of time. So kind of an interesting saga to, to watch unfold because 
you know, if as long as you believe Dr. Disrespect, who, by the way, you know, despite being a really cool streamer and a, a great, funny character, he's not exactly the spitting image of a role model in real life. No, probably not. I mean, he's he's had a few wives. He's very publicly had an affair. He very publicly left his daughter for several years. Um, so, I mean, listen, the, the guy's, you know, he's he's definitely not not father of the year role model material. He's right? chasing but, the buck, right? And and he was promised I mean, he's a buck. Only a character. Yeah, he, he was promised a buck, isn't getting the buck, so he's going to go after the bucks. Yeah, he lost he lost sponsors. Sponsors canceled on him. I mean, there's there's for sure a part of this that's like, hey, here is like a definitive monetary amount of money that I've lost, right? But also here is like an estimated over the next, you know, what, four years or five years, what my income loss is versus what I was going to be making on Twitch um, pay up. And I, I don't see how Twitch comes out of this without paying some money, whether it's an out-of-court settlement or to some sort of trial or mediator. Um, it definitely seems like Twitch is in the wrong here. I think they're definitely going to settle, right? That, that seems the most opportune thing to do. Yeah, I think I think if you're Doctor Disrespect, you don't just come out. I mean, unless unless it's a swerve where he's just really putting the pressure on Twitch, like in the court of public opinion. I don't think you come out and be like, "Oh yeah, their reason was bullshit, and now I'm suing them." Like, unless it was bullshit, you know what I mean? I just wonder. I, I don't know. I don't know the details, but like, what what are, what was his numbers before on uh, on Twitch? He was. He talked about. Uh, I saw a video that talked about comparing his numbers. Like he averages like six to 8,000 viewers right now on YouTube. And he was his daily average in like 2019 into 2020 or whatever on Twitch um, was like 35,000. So it's a, it's a huge drop off, which is the same for every YouTuber, right? You don't go to YouTube because you're going to get more views necessarily go to YouTube because there's a, a better long-term platform, right? There's sure. a bigger media empire going on over well, there. Yeah, the idea um, that he's only got three and a half million subscribers. And if you were to sort by his most popular, he's got a one video on here. That's 6.6 .6 million views. It's two minutes long. If you were to find a full-on live stream, there's just not that many of them out there that are are over millions and millions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, plus, you know, Twitch, you, there's no subs on YouTube, right? Like, you have super users or whatever, but there's not like a $5 or a $15 or a $50 It's not a, it's not a hey, give me a bunch of money kind of thing, yeah. Right. You're not you're not getting tears. There's no bits on YouTube like there are on Twitch where you can donate bits that uh, translate into real money. So there's just definitely not as many revenue streams on YouTube as there there is on Twitch. So, yeah, I can I can feel the guy's uh, frustration. He's still he's still kicking ass. It's definitely not. This is not the peak pinnacle heyday of Dr. Disrespect. Like I catch a stream sometimes and it's just not the same. Yeah, I think for me, I love Doc, but I, and I love the character that he brings. But for me, I more enjoy the idea that he is hanging out and and kind of teaming up with other people, right? So when it's him yeah. and Tim, or you know, him and some big name streamers, I think that makes more sense for him. You and you bring up a good point too. Him. You bring up a good point too that he can't 
play with Twitch streamers because he's banned right. from Twitch. Right. So there's there's a whole nother loss of income there, right? You can't team up and do tournaments. You can't team up and do uh, Twitch or, or YouTube broadcast because he's you banned gotta, from Twitch. You, you got to either give people money that are coming over to just hang out with you, a la Tim the Tapman or whoever, or you just have to get them to understand that, hey, you're, you're just kind of doing him a solid. Yeah, and that's just not happening. Like Tim, Tim the Tapman, for example, Nick Merckx, who played with Doc quite often, uh, Ninja, who is now back on Twitch. Like they're just like not gonna play with Doc because it's it's against the terms of service, and like they're not gonna swap their platforms or anything like that. So. And, and these guys have, you know, when they're live, they're, you're talking if it's a big deal. Like when they did that Call of Duty event, there were seven hundred thousand people watching them. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, between between all of them, there's millions of people. Yeah, three point five million or whatever it was. So, uh, but there you go. I mean, I'm sure something that we will continue to talk about uh, as it is relevant to us. The uh, NFL season's getting ready to start. The old pigskin. You know, I'm I'm excited for football. I I've always been a baseball guy. Uh, the idea that football's getting ready to start. I'm more excited for college football, I guess. And that's because my college team, the Cyclones, should do better than the Broncos. Um, but also right. uh, the the expectations that the, the Cyclones should be good is a little rough because we're just bad under pressure. So, um, I yeah, thought, football, uh, I'm you excited know, we, about it. We talked when the schedule was released back in April what our predictions would be, right? You and as you might recall, I don't know mine. Yeah, you thought the Broncos were going to go like ten and six, and I predicted that the Ravens were going to go sixteen and zero. Uh, and I do remember you saying stupid shit like that. I feel like I said eight yeah. and eight, but ten and six sounds okay. I, in reality, think that the Ravens might go like nine and seven or ten and six. Yeah. Uh, I have I have far less faith in them than the general public. I should say it was seven. It's seventeen games, so it should be ten and seven or <laughs> you know eleven and six. True. Right. Okay. There you go. Right. Uh, I have far less faith in them than the general public. They have a lot of uh, wide receivers that are injured coming out of training camp. Lamar missed some time in training camp right. uh, and is looked mostly mediocre in the preseason. So I'm, I'm not holding out a lot of faith, but for the first time, Derek, in nearly nine years, uh, I don't have a part-time job during football season. You know what so, that's exciting for is because you can now come out and watch the Broncos and Raiders play on October. Hmm. Hmm. Is that right? <laughs> Are you, you know going to come out and watch the Ravens and Raiders play on Monday night opener? You mean the, I wouldn't care about the Raiders. You mean the Ravens and Broncos? I don't give a fuck about Monday night, but the Ravens and Broncos play I'm like week five. I'm just saying the Ravens and the Raiders are the opening Monday night game. I, I could give a fuck less about the Raiders. I'm not a Raiders fan, so no, I will not be there. This is the Ravens are on primetime six weeks out of seventeen. Let's see here. The Denver which Broncos I think is more than the other team. Baltimore Ravens. What week? It's the it's week Ravens, four, week Sunday, four. October third. Off work. So I'm off that week. Game. So yeah, if you want to hang out and watch that game, super in. I'm in. You let me know. You might have to come to my house. Okay. Yeah. Let's figure something out. All right. The Ravens, though, check this out. Monday night football for the week one opener. Then they have Sunday night football against the Chiefs the next week. Uh, the 
Broncos and the Raiders is a CBS broadcast exclusive. So that is a national game. So it's not in a primetime slot, but it's a nationally broadcast game. So that's three out of the first four weeks. We're on national television, right? Yeah. Uh, week five against the Colts, Monday night football. Okay. Uh, there's a, a gap here of like three or four weeks. And then Thursday, middle of November, Thursday night football against the Dolphins. Two weeks later, Sunday night football against the Browns. One week later, the three o'clock national slot on CBS against the Steelers. And then we finish the year. Uh, our 16th game is the national slot on Fox Ravens versus Rams. The Broncos have one primetime game according to this, which is a Thursday night game against Cleveland. Uh, October 21st. We have no yeah, Monday night so games. We, we get seven. No Sunday night games. The Broncos are bad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have eight games in prime, like on national TV or on primetime. Half of our schedule, we're going to be seen to the nation as the frauds that we are. I still stick with 10 and seven or 11 and six, probably for the Broncos. All right. Uh, Big brother's heating up, baby. They're going to vote out. And I don't know what happened tonight, but they're going to vote out my favorite guy. So I'm, I'm off. I'm off big brother. I'm, I'm more excited about the thing, but uh, that you have written down below this. Um, we're, we're deep into big brother. You don't want to talk about it at all. I mean, I only, because I have no idea what happened. Cause Derek X is going to go home. I love Derek X. I'm upset that they backdoored him or at least put him on the block. I have no idea if he went home, uh, but I'm going to guess that he did because why else would they put him up? Um, and yeah, I mean, outside of that, like I don't really have anybody else that I care to see win that game. Uh, uh, so shout out to friend of the podcast, Amy, AKA guacamole lover. Okay. Uh, she's also watching big brother. And we were talking about Derek X and I told her that, his days are numbered when a couple weeks ago he tried to backdoor the good looking guy. What's his name? Christian or he, he something success, like that. He successfully backdoor Christian. He successfully backdoor Christian. And I was saying like right then and there that that was a real dumb move because what he did was not just backdoor it and make it look like, Oh, it's a spur of the moment decision. He went around the house like, Hey, I want to let you know. <clears throat> hey, I want to let you know. I got a, I got a backdoor Christian this week. Like what a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, I, I I liked his I liked the idea that happened last night, which was, hey, put uh, put old girl up against Claire, and they're like, yeah. oh, do you think you know? Do you think she'd go home? Oh yeah, yeah, I love that idea. And then when they're like, uh, I'm not putting her up, I'm putting you up. And it's like, fuck. Yeah, so, he got you know. I don't think it was unexpected. Sad, it's not like he got sad to see it. Like, yeah, sad to see it out of this. I mean, after this, I just. I mean, I don't mind Xavier, I guess, but outside of Derek, my X, girl, I just don't care. My girl Brittany went home last week, and for about three hours after I watched that episode, I was absolutely sure I wasn't going to watch any more Big Brother until you know a few days I mean, later. Watch, Sunday yeah, comes I'll watch around. it. I'll watch it because the competitions are fine, but I just don't think I've got a horse in the race until the until we get closer to the end. At this point, I'm getting real sick uh, to of uh, and tell me if you agree. Um, the cookout. Oh my God. I can't. Yeah. The cookout sucks, but who's, who's the, uh, the Tiffany. black chick with the, the dress. Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. I cannot yeah, stand her. 
Uh, she's got to go. And then I'm also getting really sick of Sarah Beth. Uh, Sarah Beth has given me these like major like uh, white privilege, grew up with money, never worked a day in my life kind of vibes. Sure. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so over it, man. But I, that I'm, really just like points out to me that they do such a good job, the production crew on this, of really weaving in the storylines that, oh, yeah. that they want you to hear. Well, I think you want to talk about people that haven't worked today and they're like, fucking Derek F. I mean, goddamn. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, Frazier's kid, like that dude's set for life. You know what I mean? So I don't know if he's set for life. I mean, I don't know if Frazier's got it like that, but uh, boxing in the 70s nuts. and 80s wasn't the same as boxing now. I mean, he ain't got Floyd was, Mayweather money, you know? No, I mean, he also didn't go undefeated like Mayweather did, though. So uh, let's assume, because neither one of us has watched tonight, which is a live eviction. Let's assume Derek X goes home, Claire stays uh -huh. in. Who are you going for? Are you thinking Xavier? Man. Uh yeah, I think I like I think I like Xavier. Uh Kylan seems like too much of a little bitch to me. I don't like <clears throat> Aza. Don't like Tiffany. Hannah is very smart, so I could go for Hannah. That's probably probably my two. Sarah Beth is a dark horse for me. Claire is not worth my time. Yeah, I kind of low key. Sarah Beth is, you know, like in a in a showmance kind of kind of deal going on with Kylan. And I, I think he might kind of carry her a little further till she's ready to to do some backstabbing. Um on on their own though, I like Claire at this point. Uh, I think she might be a little too weak willed because I mean this past episode where she had to go up against Derek X, I mean she was losing her shit in the house, like crying and stuff like that. So are you still doing the live look ins with the wife? Uh, no, we, we, that was only for a month for as long as it worked. And, uh, we, I, I, I did not know. Okay. Uh, survivor, their advertising starts in four weeks. So pretty much right on the cusp of, uh, big brother. End, yeah. I don't know when big brother's ending, but I did, I did the math on that. We've got to have some double or even triple evictions yep. coming up. Well, you got you to remember they they put three people at the end now. Yep. Yep. So how many people are left after Derek X or Claire goes home tonight? Eight, I think, right? Ish, right? So there are five more evictions. It's probably a double eviction and three normals, and we're at the final. Well, because there's 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 11, 11 contestants when they go to uh, jury, right? Because you have eight jurors, and then you have the three, three finalists, people. and then the, right. the, one, the one finalist that gets eliminated becomes the ninth jury member in the swing vote. Right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be eight people left after tonight. So you figure at least one double eviction uh, and maybe even two. I, I also think that they're a little soured on some of their like shticks because like nobody's really playing that gambling game. Yeah. You know? I think the idea, like I told, I told the coconut, the idea that they're like, oh, you can gain more BB bucks throughout the week. The only time we've seen that was that game last night. So bad execution on their yeah. part yeah it's just not really working out you know mm -hmm. uh but anyway survivor coming up and this is going to be i'm dedicated here this is i know you're a big survivor family uh survivor. this is the first survivor that i'm gonna like plan to watch in probably like eight or nine years yeah love survivor for sure um, jeff pro still doing it oh yeah old old jeffy is still around kicking it uh, and it's just, 20 million a year or whatever he gets. I mean, why not, dude? That dude makes the bank. 
Uh, I love Jeff. And yeah, I mean, after not having any Survivor last year, I'm ready for more this year. So There's not like a shtick this year, right? It's like a, just a regular old Survivor. It's a straight up Survivor, yeah, bud. Nice. Like 40-something season. Yeah, it's got to be something like that. 37, 38. Do you, do you do like the whole like buy the survivor buffs? Because you're kind of you're a buff guy, not I've like never, physique, but like yeah, like yeah definitely not a buff guy physique wise. I've never bought a survivor buff, but I've I've always considered it. Yeah, never okay. bought one though. Love love survivor. Let's get into it. This is what you're dying for. Cult of personality. Cult of personality. It's the cult of personality. I mean, did you did you want to do that, or do you want me to just do, do it for you? You do this every time. Deeply understand. He does this every time, ladies and gentlemen. Plays his phone, thinking that that's going to sound good. I'm so excited, Tony. The best in the world, baby. I can't can't even scream because the kids are asleep. But Tony, you know, you you know how much I've marked for punk since he's CM Punk is who we're talking about. C Chicago made punk. CM Punk. You know how much I've marked for punk since he's left. You know how much I've pined for his return. So you knew absence doth make the heart grow fond. You know you've you've known you know that. Friday night's dynamite episode. Friday night's rampage episode, I should rampage. say. Yeah, yeah. Was gonna just get me. What I will say is they delivered. That was on the calendar for Derek Vance. That that was on the calendar. I, I don't appointment watch wrestling much anymore. You know, the big four and uh AEW pay-per-views, like that's kind of it for me. But I don't right. go and go, okay, hey, you know, I don't need to watch this show live. I just don't. I'll just watch it later. Right. But Friday yep. night rampage. The first dance in the United Center, I, I we knew like we knew without knowing it was happening, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony Khan was like, "Hey, I'm just not going to disappoint people. Like, we're just I'm just not going to do that, right? We all know what to expect. I'm not going to disappoint anybody. Like, it's going to be good." Yeah. They fire the show up. The yeah. whole place is shaking. I mean, you feel it. They're screaming, "CM Punk, CM!" I mean, the whole place is rocking. Oh yeah, and you 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 hear, tss, tss, and then cult of personality in the place. I mean, the roof. It's like stone. It's like it's like glass shattered. You know what I mean? It was truly awe-inspiring. And somebody posted on Twitter. I think it was the day after, or then maybe two days later. It was like it was it was a wrestler. I don't remember what wrestler it was. But it was like a long time ago. I was told that we were in the business of selling. Emotion, not motion. Okay. And last night right. or whatever, when CM Punk returned, that sold emotion. And I mean, like, just couldn't say it better. You know what I mean? Like, dudes crying. I was one of those dudes crying. Like, I, I've just, I've waited so long for that. And, and it just made me so happy. Um, <clears throat> I'm on the opposite side. Okay. This wasn't like overly special for me. Right. I was not a wrestling watcher in the ruthless aggression era where punk made his staple upon the world. And I was certainly not an indie promotion 
watcher when he was, you know, doing the Ring of Honor thing. So uh, it was, but I know the mystique, right? I love the pipe bomb, uh, you know, and in this day and age, I appreciate the shoot uh, as much as I appreciate the work. So this was pretty, pretty crazy. It was a crazy ovation. I really like the whole story about how uh, they made the audible, right? Like he wasn't supposed to go out there and just like cut his own promo like that. He was supposed to get interviewed by Shivani. Was that the case the first night? Yeah. The, what he did on dynamite was basically supposed to be how he was premiered on rampage. And they made that, they made that audible like 10 minutes before the show uh, oh, I did not to, to send him out at the beginning. Cause he was originally supposed to go like 40 minutes into the show before the main event. And that was going to be you kind of a deal. It. You wouldn't have made it. No, no, not at all. I mean, they, they would they would have gone fucking bananas, right? So, good on Tony Khan for making that audible. Um, but you felt it. Punk's Punk's a paper pusher, man. He's a needle mover. Uh, the The ratings that they got on that time spot on Friday were so good compared to the average. They even in the with less viewers, they beat out uh, SmackDown on on key demographic. Which is the moneymaker. Right, 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 right. I mean, when you talk about what CM Punk does for the wrestling industry, and, and realistically, Tony, if you take a step back, the fact that, A, Tony, you realize Dynamite's been on damn near two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that feel like two years to you? Uh, October 2019, right? Yeah, October 19. That's crazy to me. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and like... We're we're living in a, a newish golden age of wrestling. Like WWE is doing WWE things with you know we'll talk about it, but Lesnar coming back and Lynch coming back and whatever, right? But take a look around and take it as a whole. Wrestling's really good right now. Like honestly, wrestling's pretty yeah. okay. Uh, the the winners are the fans. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like you have something for like my dad last night was over and he stayed the night and we were watching dynamite and he's like, there's just something weird about this. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, these guys are all, you know, not your typical sized wrestlers. And it's just like, Oh, like you're brainwashed. You're brainwashed. Richard his his his, his head tells him you're, you should be seeing guys that Vince McMahon wants big, long hair, right. buff as fuck, you know, Muscle yep, bound yep. machismo, like these Former guys, athletes. absolutely. And it's like, this isn't the Indies, dad, but this is the Indies on TV, right? Like, this is yeah. what th- this is what it's the national Indies, exactly. Right? So, explaining that to him, it, it really hit me with like a realization that there's literally some if you want. if you want the Yankees of wrestling, WWE is there to fill that void for you. If you want people sure. that are going to buy up talent. And give you World Serieses, you know, year after year, they're there. It's not going anywhere, right? If you want the the early aughts Boston Red Sox, that's AEW. Yeah, yeah. If you want the Kurt Schilling, Pedro Martinez, David Ortiz, Johnny Damon, who's the who's Garcia the catcher? Uh, Johnny da- Johnny Damon. No, no he was catcher. an outfielder. Uh, no. Oh my god. I just named off like every other position. You say catcher, now I can't think of it. Was a catcher? Was he was a he was, uh, was, was a good dude? Boston Red Sox catcher. 
boy. World you're gonna kick, you're gonna kick your you're gonna kick your ass when you say it. Boy, why is it so hard to find a fucking roster these days? Uh, Jason Veritek. That Veritek, thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, th- that is to me what AEW is. Is they are the scrappers, the claws, the I know I'm not going to take your fucking lunch money, but goddamn it, I'm going to stand right next to you and you're going to look at me in the eye and acknowledge me, right? Like they're not here to to take over. But they're here to take a piece, right? And so, yeah, for me, that's what AEW continues to do. And then last night, last night we get Dynamite, and CM Punk comes out because CM Punk's still a part of the company, and he's going to be correct. And he he spits an okay promo, right? The the Shivani thing was was fine, but the, the it, well, knowing knowing that this was supposed to be his premiere interview kind of thing, right? If it, it definitely fell flat in comparison to how he actually premiered. Yeah. It's yeah. This was a rehash of what he did on Dynamite, which is fine, right? But when he's like, "Can I still do this? Can I still go? Can I still be the best in the world?" Very organic. The the crowd just starts chanting yes. Daniel Bryan. They don't just start chanting yes. They start doing the fingers. The whole thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole shtick, you might say. The the and Punk being Punk feeds into the into the machine. That is the internet oh, wrestling man. community and smiles and you knew that he shouldn't say it. And he said, yeah, anyway. he, you and, saw the entire arc of his thought process here before and after. And then like, his eyes real big after he's had it like, Oh fuck. Oh yeah. 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 He he, pops what he said though. It was, was that. Hey. Unbelievable. That to to the yes chance he said, "Listen, that's somebody else's shtick, and you might just need to be a little bit more patient." And that was it. And the crowd was like, "Oh, like, I mean, to feed the hype machine that was already AEW after the fact, after the fact that at CM Punk premiering, yeah. I mean, that's just money. It's making money." Uh, he's in the feud with Darby Allen. Uh, they're definitely leaning into the reality here of what AEW does nowadays as they bring in these old, older but still completely relevant big-name talents and they match them up with these young guys. Now, the old guys generally always win, but they really put the young guys over strong, right? And that is the formula of AEW. They did it with Cody. They did it with Dustin. They did it with Mox. They did it with Jericho. They did it with Omega. Um Every one of these guys has a staple of young mm-hmm. talent that they've put over in the business. And so the first one that Punk's doing is Darby Allen, which I don't think you necessarily need to get over anymore, right? But it's, it is literally firmly, solidly establishing this talent going forward for the next decade. If you are trying to keep Darby away from the title, which it seems like they're doing that with a lot of people, unfortunately. There's only so this many titles great, there. It's a great way to do it. But at the same time, I love Darby. But think about it. Like, off the top of your head, not Christian Cage, give me five, give me five people you think should be challenging for Omega's belt. Uh, Hangman Adam Page. Correct. I would agree. Jungle Boy. I would agree. MJF. I would agree. I, you know, you know how much I love MJF. 
Darby. Darby. And I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a wild card, like orange, orange Cassidy. uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, but think about those five guys. You've got Cassidy fighting the opening battle against Matt Hardy in a shit match, right? And that dude's over. Jungle Boy, who had a dynamite... You, you give him the fucking the Rumble win, or whatever it was, only to backseat yeah. him to Christian, right? You've got MJF, who's still stuck in the stupid feud of Jericho, right? Yep. You got Darby, who's fighting CM Punk, which is probably the hottest of all of these guys as far as feuds go. And then who's and then hangman non-existent. So they're literally like they have so many players at the top, they can't even do anything with them. Can't even do the it. Thing, it's just live. Thing, like, you gotta see the forest of the trees here, right? Like think back to uh the attitude era and even before that, like the WCW um uh back when like Jericho was in WCW and stuff. Um like you had multi-month, multi-year feuds, and WWE is not really giving those to you without completely rehashing matches week after week, pay-per-view after pay-per-view. Whereas AEW is definitively giving you these long, drawn-out feuds. Now, in the exact moment, same thing as with WWE back then. You're probably not thinking like, "Oh my God, this thing again." But in totality, when you get back and you you look at it years later, you're like. Man, this MJF Chris Jericho thing, like that was awesome. They did the Stadium Stampedes. They did the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle. They did, uh, you know, they did the the labors of uh, MJF. Like, there's a lot going on there to really appreciate long term. Sure. Um, the other thing is like, man, we talk about AEW's talent. I think you could take one fifth, just like at random dart dart throw against the wall you could take one fifth of AEW's roster and it would fucking wipe the floor with wwe the problem is AEW knows how to use their talent or on the flip side doesn't know how to use their talent and gives them the freedom to know how to use themselves where wwe is a machine yeah 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 that's true yeah you i can't tell you how many times uh, i've listened to former wwe wrestlers on talk is jericho that have gotten released in the last two years from WWE. And they all say the same thing. Like you weren't allowed to do this. You, you, this is the way we do things here. This is the way we do things here. You know, what's crazy case in point. Look at what, look how they dress carrying cross on Monday. Oh Dude's my God. It looks like, he's going to like, a, like a Mad Max themed, like sex orgy. Dude's a badass, And you strap him in weird suspenders with a shit mask. Like what yeah. the fuck? bad the anyway. uh the fans the fans are winning though right like if you look at the the ma- what you might quote unquote call the major shows you got raw you got smackdown you got nxt then you got dynamite and now rampage, rampage. give give away give away the the two youtube shows that they've got in w and aew right but i Which would both good. Easily, both good yes i would so i would easily say that four out of five of those shows are worth your time watching Raw is the standout. All of them but Raw. (laughs) Yeah, Raw is the standout. And, you know, the the one thing that Raw does not have in common with the other four, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Right. So you you do the math on that. But uh, We'll see what the the draft looks like. We'll see what the draft looks like. 
Yeah, that's true. You know, that's another thing that AEW is just not doing. They're not splitting brand talent. You know, not you can idea. fight on, you can fight on any of their four shows. Uh, the, the it's the door, man. That's true. The and you can fight on any of their four shows, and you can fight on any of the other promotion shows. Apparently, so uh, I'm I'm cool with it though. Uh, SummerSlam happened. Not a bad pay per view. Thought it was a bad pay per view. Okay. Uh, apparently, Derek thinks it was a bad pay per view. Uh, highlight of that obviously was Cena versus Roman Reigns. Um, I would I would say differently, but yes. What do you well okay? Match the, of the highlight night, of it is that match of the, match night, of the is, night. Seth Rollins, absolutely, yeah. And Edge. Rollins and Edge is the, yeah. it was match of the night for sure. Like that match was dope. Yeah, yes. The that was the show stealer. The the match of the night probably. However, my point right was that uh, you got Roman versus Cena, and now a week removed, basically, Derek. Do you feel like it? Like what? What's your Knowing what happened, knowing the shenanigans afterwards, knowing that Brock came back, knowing that Cena got buried, uh, and maybe things that did not happen that you wanted to have happen, how do you feel about it? Well, give me your out of 10 on that. Uh, just that the, Roman, the Roman situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an 8 out of 10. So I'm a little lower here, right? Because... Um, it wasn't that good of a match. Yeah. Uh, Roman puts uh, Roman got put over by Cena one two three in the ring. I, I dig that clean finish, right? Which Roman has not had very many of. Distraction free, no Usos, no Paul Heyman interference. He, he beat Cena clean. Then you he gets upstaged for the second pay per view in a row, right? In his moment of glory, gets upstaged and out comes Brock Lesnar, which. Of all the people that I thought I would want to return, Brock is the one that I'm just not really about. There's no real storyline there for me. It's okay. just like, oh, here's a monster, you know, versus Roman. I mean, for me, it was the fact that Brock returned as a face was the thing that excited me the most. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's the most intriguing thing. I, I'm just immediately let down mentally in my head because... You know, you know Brock's ultra part time. He's not coming to SmackDown and cutting well, promos. And, and just the amount of money that Vince is wasting on this talent versus the talent he let go is what bothered me the most. Yeah, budget cuts too. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he, he's he's prob he probably paid Brock Lesnar upwards of five million dollars to come to SmackDown, and he cut Bray Wyatt. He cut Braun Strowman. He cut Lana. I Alistair mean, like. Black. Alistair Black, he cut. I mean, there's he cut over 150 people this past year. Right. Probably all of them collectively were not making as much as Brock Lesnar is about to make in the next year for WWE. So it, it's a paradox, man. It's a paradox. But um, it's Becky Lynch also came back. Yeah, and the worst part, and the worst part of the of the whole show. They bring Brock back as a face. They bring Becky back as a heel. What? Like. That was the most bizarre thing. Super quick squash match against Bianca, and she takes a title. Uh, the, like you've never been less in tune with what your audience wants. You know what I mean? Well, just the idea that she squashed your WrestleMania winner, who had probably WrestleMania match of the year, squashed yeah, national her. news attention, squashed her in two seconds. 
Now that that wasn't the plan, right? Becky wasn't even supposed to come back at SummerSlam. Um, she was supposed to come back at Survivor Series, so it was accelerated because uh, Sasha couldn't go, and it just. I mean, listen, that that was not baked out and that looks bad. And then you don't even have, you know, uh, apparently you're not even really going to have any program between any use. Yeah. Any use for. Yeah. You're not even going to have a program between uh, uh, Becky Lynch and and Bianca. Uh, Plus, you got Becky as a heel, which nobody fucking wants to see Becky come back after a year away as a heel, Uh, especially when she left as a face. Well, yeah, she she left handing over the title going, I'm going to go have a kid. I love you. Bye. Right. She comes back like had a kid. And now she's a fucking demon. What? Yeah. She's a bitch. What? Fuck that. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, and that's Smackdown, dude. That's like the only good thing about WWE besides NXT right now, which even NXT like NXT takeover, probably one of the best takeovers that they've had. Match of the year was Walter and Ilya Dragunov. Definitely a contender, if not a front runner, at least for WWE. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's going to win any match of the years like wrestling altogether, I, but I think it will. Oh, I don't eight, know. About 800, that, man. I mean, eight, the storytelling was awesome, but 800 and some odd days as a champion. This tiny yeah, guy, like UK champion. tiny guy taps him out. It's happening. Buddy. Well, and Ilya, Ilya used to be in uh, whatever his faction's called, right? Imperium. What, was what were they called? Imperium. Imp- yeah. Imperium. Okay. Yeah. So that was a really good match. The Adam Cole match was good. I think no, Adam Cole's dude, done. Adam Cole match was bad. Well, the finish was awful, but like you knew that whole, was coming. You know, you no, know he wasn't going to go over. To me, the whole that whole match was just a snooze. Adam Cole, one of the fucking best people out there right now. Five minutes on each fall and he loses twice like get out of here yeah okay now that you mentioned now you bring it up that way i guess so but uh he, he's gone right i mean like I, I don't see there's any chance that he resigns supposedly his deal expires tomorrow right and they're scooting to get him re-signed but i, I don't think it's it. gonna happen yeah I don't. and he can go when your deal expires you can go immediately somewhere else there's no non-compete right he didn't get released Correct. from his contract so i mean there's a I don't, don't want to hype out. it up. But I mean, I mean, there's there's like a Lex Luger possibility here of you leave WWE tomorrow, you show up on Rampage tomorrow night. I mean, I would think it's probably more closer to. I don't see the CM Punk match finishing clean. Yeah, it's definitely going to be like a somebody interferes somewhere at all out. Could be Daniel Bryan. No, D Bryan is definitely showing up at the Arthur Ashe Stadium thing. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna wait for that, right? Uh, any other wrestling news you want to talk about? That man, AEW. I'm about to get it tattooed on me. <laughs> so good. Uh, watch, watched and played. Let's let's run through this because you're you're tired and falling asleep. So I'm falling uh, good. I would I would admit. Oh, you definitely. Tonight. I'm I definitely absolutely did. not. You definitely passed out once. I definitely have not. I I promise you, I've not. Oh yeah! If I look at the cameras, you definitely have. I uh, <laughs> EverQuest. I played time. a lot of. Uh, loving, loving the EQ. Still going strong on that. Uh, Outer Banks. I finished the second season of. Yeah. Oh, you just about did it. You just about did it. You closed what? your eyes, and I saw the head bob. I'm, 
I'm literally fine. Like I'm honestly like you're you're all over me. And I, like tonight for the first time, like in a few weeks where we haven't recorded me being like super sleepy. Like I'm honestly good. You, I think you're missed. Yeah, I think you're taking true. some miscues because I feel fine. No, I'm not, but that's fine. Uh, watched Outer Banks. I'm not wrong, uh, but that's fine. Jesus. Yeah, it's, I'm not wrong, but that's fine. I mean, listen, the fucking number one top performer, okay? Don't come at me. You're right. right. You're right. The $100, man. Okay. I'll tell you what. True, 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 true. Big Brother, I watched. Obviously, we talked about that. Uh, watched a movie called Beckett on Netflix, which oh, yeah, I think you and the John Coco. David Washington. I would like to watch that. JD Dubs, man. Yeah, that yeah. was a good movie. Um, not mind-blowing and not the most original story uh, yeah but just the, at, just the acting in general i looked at the the meta because i was i was like what is this and then the meta wasn't very i bet good. it's like a like, 76 oh, it was lower than that last i knew so oh lower than a 76 yeah, yeah that's that's it. probably where i feel about it like you know right around seven and a half out of ten yeah so I, I would like to watch that for sure um yeah i've not watched back yet though um, it was good. And then because it's been three weeks, watch the Suicide Squad. We That's did. about the only other movie that I yeah. watched. And that was a really good movie, I thought, uh, minus the uh-huh. ending, which I was not you know, thrilled with. But uh, Starro was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Idris Elba was cool. awesome. Yeah. Idris Elba was really good. Uh, John Cena like stole the movie hands down. Um so it's really it's really too bad that it's doing Lee because it's a really good movie. I think it's worth a watch, but yeah, the last quarter of that movie's bad. Not a fan. Uh they also just HBO put on that uh is it Reminiscence, the Hugh Jackman movie I kinda wanna uh, watch. Yeah, that might be that might be a yeah. watch this weekend for me, sure. I might I might try to take a look at that. So uh yeah, I watched Suicide Squad, it was fine. I would give it like a seven out of ten. It was okay you know the ending really just set me off the wrong path uh i did finally go back and rewatch that first episode of cowboy bebop it's very strange um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's very, very it's very strange. existential like i i love <laughs> it's weird because i feel like i love all the pieces of it but i don't know that i love the execution of all of them but I'm yeah watch it's very episode. It's very scatterbrained, and from what I remember, and it's been probably a good seven or eight years since I watched it. Um, but you, you, it it takes about five or six episodes to really ramp up and get into. Then, like, there's fifteen to twenty episodes that go pretty fast, and then right. before you know it, In it's over. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the first episode was nifty, like the idea of space bounty hunter with a bunch of jazz music behind it. Uh, Typical normal animation with some titties and other shit like it. It was cool, but weird. And again, I just felt strange about it after I watched that first uh, first episode. So I I have a suspicion that people hold Cowboy Bebop in much higher like nostalgic regard because of the intro music. I think if the intro music wasn't an absolute fucking banger, people wouldn't remember it so far. I think the intro music for uh, you use way better. Oh, yeah. And suddenly, thank you for waking me me up. up. Bang. So good. Yeah, so good. Uh, outside of that, what have I played? Uh, I played and finished 12 minutes, which is that, uh, puzzler on, 
the the Xbox Game Pass. Did it take twelve minutes? Um, no, I played like the first couple hours and then I got kind of confused. Right. And I have no problems admitting that I looked something up, but I, I had an idea of what I wanted to do and I did it and it didn't do anything. I'm like, I've got to be close oh. to what I should be doing. So I looked it up and it was like, instead of basically it was like, instead of doing this, you got to do this. And I was like, got it. So then I just kind of proceeded. And then I get to a point that I'm like, I feel like I need to be doing this, but nothing's happening. Now what? And it was like close, but this, um, yeah, so play, is play it kind of like a Call of the Sea type experience? I don't. I wouldn't call it Call of the Sea, but it's a definitely adventure ish. Uh, there's also okay. just the weirdest fucking twist in that game, um, which was crazy. So worth the time, I would say definitely. Uh, I liked it. How much? How but much it, did it take you? How, how yeah, much time? Maybe four hours, five hours. It wasn't. It wasn't very long. Okay. I mean, if, if you were to just, if you were if you were to bang your head against it on your own. Uh, probably longer, but like I spent the first hour and a half, uh, maybe two hours of like, I, okay, I did this. I tried to do this. I tried to do this. And I just, yeah. I'm not getting anywhere. And it was like, okay, I'm just going to look, just give me a hint. And it was like, instead of doing this, do this. Okay. Shut okay. it off. Do this. I was like, all right, open it up some more story. And then it just keeps progressing. But again, very Hitchcock esque as far as story goes, which I appreciated. Um, Right, but yeah, that's that's quite good. Splitgate still is really good. They uh, announced their season zero at Gamescom. It's out now. Uh, still playing Splitgate, uh, and I downloaded a shmup and played some shmup uh, this week. Don't ask me what it's called because it's a very strange name. But I bought like a five dollar shmup on the PlayStation and played that. All right, I've well, I've committed go. to my I've committed to myself that I need to play and finish Resident Evil Village or eight, if you will. Uh, now that Corey wow. and Alex on the other show, the Level Up Show podcast, have both beaten it, um, I feel like yeah, I need to do that. Coming in right on the twilight of the episode there for your yeah. plug. Need to need to finish that, um, and then I know you're not a fan, but there's a demo out right now for the WarioWare game that's coming to the Switch, and I want to download that and check that out. I know you're not a mini game guy but, or micro game guy, but if you really want to verify that, verify that it's free, free demo on the switch. Okay. So, uh, that's, that's kind of it. What do you got for any walk-ons question mark? Uh, first NFL, I'm sorry. First NCAA college football games on Saturday, buddy. Uh, if you give right a now. single shit, um, Nebraska is playing for those of them that care big 10 football. Uh, but yeah, the Cyclones have two uh, All Americans on the team, Brees Hall and uh, and 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 our and I believe it was our boy Charlie Kohler as the tight end, the two uh, first team All Americans, and then um, no Brock Purdy, huh? Brock Purdy didn't get there. Spencer Rattler was the quarterback, of course, uh, our, our nemesis over in Oklahoma. Um, and then yeah, uh, Mike Mike Rose was on that. Uh, I think he might have been second team All American. So three okay. all Americans for the Iowa State Cyclones, which is pretty crazy. Uh, and they got yeah, banger next, uniforms, man. Yeah, next Saturday I believe is our first game against the UNI Panthers, and then the week after that, September 11th, is uh, not only the 20th anniversary of a giant tragedy, but also the Iowa State game, which I hope also does not end in tragedy because that could be bad. <laughs> Good luck, right? Okay. Well, that's a sign-off for us. 104 is in the books. DTS podcast. Uh, I'm Tony. I'm Derek. 
Okay, we let's go out. smash and uh, suck some dicks. We out here. We out here. <laughs>